I'm serious. What would happen if Pinocchio said, my nose will grow now? I don't, I don't know. What would happen? What would happen? If he said, my nose will grow now. Would it not grow? Cause he's but if it didn't grow, that means he's lying. That means it would grow. We say that again. <laughs> you just hurt my head. I'm going to start it. Let me start it, okay? Just follow my lead, all right? I'm already kind of nervous. We should have got more alcohol. I feel like I would have been listening. What the fuck listening. are you nervous for? I'm always nervous. You should ask Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask Cruz, Cruz is usually You're the... You're getting antsy for. Cruz is the one that usually um, doesn't give a fuck. And then it's me. I'm hella nervous. Yeah, and I then, feel like that's going to be the same vibe right now. And then after a couple minutes, <laughs> I kind of loosen up. And it's like, okay, let's finish this bitch, okay? All right. So just uh, don't judge me, okay? I'm really nervous right now. That's funny. And what sucks <laughs> is I don't have Cruz, so Cruz can't like help me open this bitch, so I gotta open it right now. Alright, welcome to the Audio Check Podcast. This is episode five. Um we hope you've enjoyed listening so far. If you haven't listened to any of our other shit, go listen to this shit. Um you can find it on Spotify. We have an anchor account now. It's gonna be in the description below. Um we're on Twitter at the Audio Check P one. Um today we're gonna do something a little different. My name is Angel. Uh, Cruz isn't with me today. I decided to have a have another guest on the podcast. Um, this album that we're planning on reviewing is the Brandy album called B Seven, and um, I have a friend. Um, me and her have a lot of good talks about um, about intimacy, about like romantic relationships and stuff, about love and stuff. So life about life, yeah. So this is my friend Araceli. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Araceli. Hi guys. I'm Araceli. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, we just decided to have this one right now. Uh, me and you always have good talks. We talk um, throughout, like, work and stuff. And, um, you know, we've kind of gone through similar experiences, so I decided to, like, put it on the podcast. Um, there's a lot of conversations that we've had that I wish we just kind of recorded, to be honest. No, honestly. Because we talk for, like, three hours straight of some shit, and we'll literally just find out something about ourselves, like... In terms of, like, like what, what would you describe, like, what we talk about? Well, it's just, like, like, life, but... Personal experiences and stuff, right? But... But, like, also, like, our takes on certain standpoints. Yeah. And, like, how we feel about certain, I guess, our morals in relationships or... Yeah. Just our, our viewpoints. And sometimes we don't agree, which I like. Yeah, I feel like our conversations, I feel like the reason we have good conversations is that uh, me and you have ha- kind of, we have similar values and morals and stuff, but I feel like we come at it from a different perspective, possibly, you know? And But I think the reason we have good um, conversations is that we kind of, like, understand each perspective, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not too, we understand the debate side, you feel me? Yeah, and we'll try to meet in the middle, most part, but we, we, usually we respect meet in the each other's opinions yeah, yeah yeah so um well usually like the the thing i like talking about you is you kind of give me like the female perspective of like relationships and stuff like whenever i'm thinking about something i'll usually ask you like yo what do you think this is on the girl side you know like if i want like that perspective there true i do the same to you yeah of, like with the guy's perspective so yeah that's kind of that's kind of like the gist of what we talk about it's usually well, it's it's mostly life, huh? I was gonna say it's mostly like recently it's been mostly about like relationships stuff. No, would you say? Yeah. But that's kind of you know. 
the most recent. But, like, we also talk about like other stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like it, some random shit. The debate comes in all types of forms. Yes. So, um, with this one right here, we're gonna be talking about Brandy. I felt like you were a good choice for this, just because, um, you know, Brandy be talking that shit. So I was like, I kind of want like a female perspective for this side of the episode, and possibly we could get a good conversation in. So, um, with this review, let's just get started, bro. So Brandy, let me read her Spotify bio. That's usually how I start these. Oh, sorry, it's been so long, guys. Audience, for our, um, the next episode, we recorded an episode already with uh dominic fike but it did not come out good i was thinking about editing it you could probably find some clips on twitter at the audio check p1 if you want to see what we recorded but it came out really bad but that's kind of like what happens when you know we're just kind of learning as we go so we're not really um professionals yet like i said this is an informal podcast so there's gonna be a lot of bad ones she got hella shit written i'm gonna read a little bit Brandy is among the few artists to achieve mainstream success as a teenager and make smooth artistic transitions across a multi-decade career. The singer and actor emerged during the post-New Jack Swing era like the kid sister of Mary J. Blige. Or TLC. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were waving at somebody. <laughs> Specializing. <laughs> I was like, true. Specializing in pop-oriented R&B epitomized by the first two singles, I Want to Be Down and Baby. I Want to Be Down, Go Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um... She was born in Macomb, Mississippi, began singing in church at age two. Uh, Brandy scored biggest hit yet was sitting up in my room. Acting career. Hey, did you know Mary J. Blige is on the Umbrella Academy? Have you started watching that yet? No, I haven't. Fuck, bro. I, I, I just will, finished it. I just finished it season good? two. It's hella good, bro. I can't wait, wait for season it? three to come out. What kind of show is it? So it's about like, um, all right. It's going to sound nerdy, okay, but stick with me. All right, it's really good. <laughs> so it's about, it's For about sure. supposedly like these like mutant thingies were all born on the same day, October 1st, 1989. I remember the fucking date. They were all born October 1st, 1989. I believe there's like 40 something kids. And this billionaire dude bought, he bought these kids and adopted seven of them, seven of like the 40 whatever. And um, he gave them all numbers, number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six, number seven. And they all had superpowers. And um, basically, it's like a superhero TV series, except, like, there's, like, real blood and stuff. It's like, I don't know. I can't explain it. You should watch it, though. It's really good. Hmm. But basically, there's a lot of shit going on, but yada, yada, yada. Just watch it. It's good. Mary J. Blige is an actor on there. She's an actress. Yeah. So it's really dope. But... This bio is too fucking long. I didn't know it was going to be that much. When when you think of Brandy, what do you think of? Brandy. Mm, I just feel when I think of Brandy, it's mostly like samples. Like I feel like a lot of the modern music that we listen to now, it's affected by that kind of era of music. You know what I mean? And it's um like even right now, it's really sampled. Like you can see artists like Tory Lanez and stuff. Mm-hmm. You see how he's like kind of sampling that little era of music right there. If I'm thinking of her, like, in this context right now. But she has, like, a lot of classic uh, yeah. songs. Because when I think of Brandy, I think about her early on career a lot more. Um, and you know how, like, people are always, like, you have, like, the America Sweetheart? Yeah. I feel like she takes that title with R&B. Yeah, she yeah, She's, yeah. like, R&B Sweetheart when she first started. Like, yeah. she won the hearts of people. For sure, for sure. In R&B. What would you, um, like, say you were to relate her to an artist right now in the modern era, what would you relate her to? Like, ooh. I'm not sure. She's kind of like a, she kind of was just kind of in her own lane type girl, no? Like, 
Yeah. Not that she didn't fuck with nobody. I just felt like she was kind of like... I don't know if she ever beefed with anybody. Like I said, I'm kind of too young to like even remember that kind of era. Yeah, but I remember watching like... She just seemed like the... Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like in her own lane, like completely like just kind of chilling. I yeah, would say but, like, like everybody uh, loved her. Yeah, exactly. Like if you ever ever watched um, Moesha. Yeah, yeah. Like the show. Yeah. Like when I watch that, I just that's what I think of when I think of Brandy. There's not really an artist right now. Is there? No, huh? She has like a actually she has a really good actress um, portfolio. She does. Have you ever seen the show Star? Uh. It was. Um, it was a music show. It got canceled. I honestly thought it was really good. The music on the show was super good. Brandy was on it, and she did a really good job. It was a TV series? Mm-hmm. Like acting? On Fox, yeah. Uh, how recent was that? I think it was, was Fox. That? Don't quote me on that. Huh? How recent ago was that? Like, I think it got canceled like sometime last year or the year before that. I never watched it. It's new? It was recent? Yeah. It's really good. It's honestly a really good show. I'm going to look it up. And this Brandy. Brandy. Brandy's the album that, like, I remember, remember. 1994. So her last album was 2012. Let's get into this because we're fucking talking to shit. So let's get into track one, uh, Saving All My Love. All right, so let's get into track one. Um, I'll go first. So, like, the production on it, I, I like how Brandy... Have you noticed, like, this past, like, couple years, like, before you would think of, like, the old heads, like, the old hip-hop acts you would think like man they're fucking weirdos for like keep trying to like do albums and stuff but i feel like recently they've really been meshing well with like the new the new like the modern uh sound of music you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they don't try to like before i felt like they would try to you know usher have you listened to usher's last project you know what i'm talking about I forget what it's called. No, and I feel like uh, me not listening to it might it's, speak for what you're about to say. Yeah, right it's now. fucking terrible. Let me find the fucking name of it real quick. Hold on. No, but, but I I think I get what you're saying because even like Brandy's, she's working with like Daniel Caesar, who's like really like doing his thing right now. Yeah. And she, I remember she. You know how um, I forget what I think it's Cosine does that thing on YouTube where like they have like artists come and see like oh. Yeah. What upcoming artist would you sign? And she she was vibing with like a lot of like artists that I personally think are gonna pop off. And I was like, you know, I think she, she knows what's going on. Yeah. And she's she's probably like adapting. Or, I yeah. Guess adapting. Well, what I feel like is um for like those old artists before they would try to like move on with the times. So the Usher album it was called A. <laughs> if like, you ever want to, just, just like kind of yeah, just kind of skip through. <laughs> it's so bad it's like really bad but it's because he's like before i feel like they were trying to like conform to what's hot right now when in reality is like i don't want to hear usher trying to sound like fucking bryson taylor or somebody you know what i mean mm-hmm. or i'd prefer him to sound like himself but just kind of kind of mesh in the new you know what i mean but even then like i really don't need i don't need an old artist to give me new music you know what i mean like, I'm okay with regular Usher. Like, give me just fucking guitar strings. Like, give me a 90-sounding Usher. Like, I don't need to hear you over some fucking bass or whatever. Yeah, but, like, don't you think that arguably puts artists in boxes? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you set, true. like, certain expectations for it? Yeah, but also... We can go back to, like, our ex- like our conversation with, like, Lauren Hill and Andre 3002. That's, that's the same thing. Yeah, but, it, okay, so 
All right, so I'm not saying like artists can't do that. I feel like whenever they try to, it's kind of like the. It's similar. If I'm gonna put it into analogy, it's like the high school kid that graduated four years ago and he still hangs out at high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's kind of. I'm not saying they can do it. I'm. Um. Actually. Because I get what you're saying. It could. It could like it could not reach people like like us right now yeah but it, him like doing something new could also like be off-putting to like people who were listening to him back in his time because they don't like yeah. fuck with the new stuff and I, then i kind of feel like it's just you don't gotta the old acts don't gotta act like new like you don't gotta act cool like we <laughs> we like you for who you are you know what i mean like no, yeah, yeah. i don't want to hear usher autotune i don't want to hear brandy autotune brandy sounds amazing right now her production her production is kind of new, like it's mm-hmm. kind of modern, but also it still has like that '90s vibe to it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, that like, like bump to it. Yeah, like in it's this still first act specifically. Yeah, it's still her sound, but she kind of like she kind of messed it in with the new. It's not like she's completely conforming over. Which yeah, I like that Lauren Hill and Andre 3000 debate. Um, you're talking about the one where they kind of feel like they're they're not cool no more, right? Is that what the conversation? Well, yeah, basically, like they there's like so much pressure on them to like. Yeah, that's true. Because they have so much to. The expectation, like the bar yeah. is set way too high. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. That's, I feel like once they understand, it's like, that. well, that's kind of different. I would say that conversation is different for Lauren Hill and Andre 3000 just because um, they're weirdos. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Like they're, Andre 3000 has never made the same sound like twice. And it's like, I don't think he wants to, you know what I mean? But also, so like if I've watched, I've watched like the interviews he's had post, like the recently ones. I think the interview I'm thinking of is when he did the Jimi Hendrix movie. Period. That was so good. Yeah, it was really Such good. Such a good. But um, he had that interview. I think it was because he had the orange beanie. Remember, he always used to wear that orange beanie. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was talking about how he didn't want to do music right anymore because he's like in his 40s, and he was talking about how it's like not cool no more you know what i mean like hip-hop is a young man's game and he doesn't want to sound goofy but i think the reason he thinks that way is because he kind of he's just a weirdo in the sense that he's never like think of stankoni and shit like if a fucking 50 year old man so okay so if if andre 2000 came out with stankonia with a fucking wig on and he was 50 years old we would all look at him like what the fuck is wrong with you you know what i mean yeah, I guess. We'd look at him like, this is fucking weird. Even if the music was good, we'd be like, what is this 50-year-old man doing here with a fucking toupee on his head? <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's kind of he, he, they set the, it is the expectations too high, but I feel like it's different for those type of acts because they always do something new. And I feel like they kind of don't, they don't conform. I feel like Brandy just makes good music in general. I feel like she kind of doesn't. She doesn't ever... Would you say Brandy's experimental? I feel like... In some ways, yeah. I feel I, like every, every artist can be. But... There's levels to the experiment shit, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre's, like, on one side of the spectrum. I don't know who would be... Future is on the other side of the spectrum. You know how Future yeah, makes the same fucking same. album? <laughs> literally he spits out the same shit where i feel like brandy's music um it's all like i said this this song has like 
it has the similar bounce to back in like the day. She'll, have, she'll, she'll carry the same vibe. I it's feel, the same vibe, but yeah, it's a little tuned to the times. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> so uh, let's get into the next track. The next track is called Unconditional Oceans. All right. So let's talk about track two, um, Unconditional Oceans. Isn't it Unconditional Oceans? Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't like the beat. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, I wasn't really fucking with it like that. The beak yeah. sounds so like I if I would have heard that in the studio, I would be like, what the fuck is this bullshit? You know what I mean? Like without her voice. Her voice made it amazing. Yeah, yeah. But think about just the beat by itself, like Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> no, about? Oh yeah. Like if we replay replay that shit. Hold on. I'm gonna replay it for like two seconds. Tell me if you didn't hear that in the studio, you'd be like, What the <laughs> fuck is going on right now? Like I definitely think that was one of those moments where like she was, she was trying to get experimental <laughs> with it. Yeah, it sounds. Um, I hear like something rewinding. Everybody's into that rewind noise anymore. I'm gonna say, it, bro. I'm hella like Kendrick Lamar stan. I always, <laughs> I swear to God, I gotta bring him up in every episode. Kendrick Lamar Jeez. hyped that shit up. He made it cool again. Does he pay you to wipe his ass? With lust. Like, you're really I wish. I wish. <laughs> no, I don't. That's fucking weird. <laughs> but um, come on now. Since he did that on lust. How many people are rewinding that bitch? That beat. Come on. Let's say it. Come on. Let's say it. But um, does anything pop out to you on that track or what? I mean, I'm going to keep it a bug. Probably really not much. But I think she was conveying a, a love that's unconditional. She said, you see something, you fix it, and you restore it. You're unconditional love in, our, in every, every way you love is what she said. In every um unconditional love we've had talks about this haven't we about is love can love really be unconditional is unconditional love healthy i mm. oh (laughs) (laughs) um i don't i don't know i i guess it's it sounds better than it, it actually is no yeah yeah because i mean the reality is like if it's true unconditional love it's fucking ugly that shit's ugly yeah but that's what people want that's what you would want from somebody but at the same time it is very it's not healthy at all when you think about it it's fucking toxic like i agree what's the what's like the alternative that like all right so like unconditional love is like i don't know if i'm thinking i've never cheated on a girl before but i feel like say i cheated on a girl like five times and she keeps coming back to me. I kind of look at her after like the tenth time. Like, are you stupid? Like, <laughs> why are you with me? Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say. I mean, obviously, like everyone would look at somebody who goes back to somebody who cheated on them five times. And <laughs> but I mean, when you're in love, like you, you're you're honestly blinded by the shit that you do. You don't really know. Like you think it's unconditional love. I don't think your your example right now. I don't think that's love. Period. That's something else, right? That's something else. But what would you... All right, so we're talking about unconditional love, but what would your, like, definition of it to be, be like? See, when I think of unconditional love, I, I don't think of, like, romantic... I think of, like, my like what our mothers feel like with us. Like, that kind of unconditional love. Like, you, you'll You think it's anything. unconditional love? You think your mom has unconditional love? I think my if, mom would kill for my ass. If you murdered somebody, you think... I think my mom would not say a damn word. I think my mom wouldn't either. <laughs> I don't think my mom would say shit, to be honest. That's true. 
if you have unconditional love, it's got to be for but fa- that's all, family. Mm. But at the same time, I mean, shouldn't you find somebody that you want to like cover a murder for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, all right. So also, I, I hope nobody I'm fucking with is fucking uh, murdering people. Yeah, that's true. So when you think about, um, all right. So at one point, at what point do you? At what point is like the turning point? Right. I, I'm gonna keep it on the like the topic. So so let's say he's he fucking murders somebody, right? Say the person you love murders somebody, you need to cover it up on that unconditional love type shit. Mm-hmm. At what point is that turning point? Like at what point do you? All right, so that is unconditional love, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just keeping it on that topic. We're not saying it's like actually gonna happen. Just keeping it on that topic because I feel like that is like a true. True. But I think unconditional love goes beyond like the physical thing, like the thing yeah, that but you do. Like, I feel like if we put it in the other sense, it's gonna be hard to explain. You know what I mean? Like keeping it on this topic, like, and I want like a numerical, like, at what point? At what point is do you surrender yourself to somebody? Or do you think that that's not controllable? Like, at what point do you surrender yourself to, like... Because you, you got to do that at some point, no? At some point, when you're with somebody, you got to, like, have that turning point of, okay, like, I'm with you. Like, I'm riding with you, like, 100%. You know what I mean? I feel I like mean, people say it's, like... I feel like there's no, like, definitive answer to that. I feel like when you're in it, you know. Okay, at what point is, like, the healthy? Because I know... All right, we know people who dive in way too quickly. Right? That's true. We know people who like you surrender yourself way too quickly. Like it's mm-hmm. like a month in, and it's like okay, I fucking die for you. <laughs> it's like, bro, like come on, you don't even know my favorite color. Like, yeah, chill out. Yeah, but also it's like if you're with somebody, you're married for five years, and then finally it's like okay, fine, I'll ride. Which is like the dudes. I personally think if you cheat on a woman, you don't really love her for real. I don't think so either. Like even if you say you do love her and it was a mistake, I feel like that's not real love. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like deep down like. In those situations, you think you love somebody. You think you love somebody. Your mind can play fucking games with you when the, you're in any form of relationship with somebody. Like that lust, that that chemical is strong. Whatever the fuck that shit is. Lust, yeah, oh yeah, it yeah. Is. It could be. It, it's illusion easily within mm-hmm. the terms of love. But, so like, all right. So say like five years dude cheats on you, and then finally he's like, okay, I'm surrendering myself over to you. Like, what is like the healthy number of like? All right, for you personally, what what do you feel like it's a okay, like, okay, like, I finally understand, like. Like, I'm I'm rocking with this person? Yeah, I'm like, rocking with this dude, yeah. Because, all right, let's be honest. I don't know, have you, that's the Have th- you ever? I don't know. I don't think. I don't, I, I don't have. know. I don't think I have. Because, like, because, like, in the moment you think you do, but then, like, once those situations end and you step out of it and you're looking at the situation from, like your perspective but like as a third person at the same time you're like was i really like was that for real or am i like did was it like in the moment and like i'm about to say something i hope i don't get in trouble but like did i romanticize the shit out of all this or was that for real that i think that's the hard but then i don't know at the same time i feel like that like it's it's hard to say legitimizes like your experiences with people yeah when you do that so I, I, I had a past relationship that just ended. I would say, like when I look, when I look back at it as in the moment, I would feel it as like real love. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, like for real. Like I really did love her. But when I look back at it now, and I have my feelings in the present moment about her, 
it's not the same you know what i mean and i feel like can can it still be love and i have this feeling towards her at the moment you know what i mean yeah where i feel like at first i thought love was like a um, like a forever type thing you know what i mean like mm-hmm. even though i'm not with her anymore like at the moment I, w- I would feel like damn you know yeah that is crazy how our relationships ended at the same fucking time that is weird and lit- kind of started at the same time too but like i'm going through the same thing as well yeah and i look at it and i'm like i don't know i think in the moment like i i also thought the same thing and like i think there was still a point where i realized that there was like a, a, the point where i was like damn like if like no matter what he did i feel like i would love this kid regardless what he did like I, you did. All right. See that that's the hard part. And though. I was. Is that like unconditional love or is that unhealthy love? And then when you look at back at it now, I'm sure you don't have the same feelings. No. Yeah. I mean, no. Like I, the love is still there, but like, I think there is like a difference. Is it the like, love though? Is even it, if it's like, you just like know when things aren't good for you. Is it the love though, or is it the feelings you had for the like legitimizing the feelings you had for them in the past? Mm, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because to me, I, I, I know that feeling you have, but I don't know if it's like love that I have for her now or, or if it's if it's me acknowledging the feelings that I did have for her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't know if you still feel them? Or, or are you just like reminiscing on like um, how you felt in the moment? I feel like it's me understanding that in the moment I felt that way and in the present I don't because if I did, I would be with her still. I mean, I don't think so because I mean, you can still love somebody. Like I still love them, but like I know that the love situation them enough itself, to let go. Yeah, as corny as <laughs> that, that so, is, it it's true. Like you, you sometimes have to let go of the things that you love because they're not good for you. Yeah, but then, see, all right, see, because I take it to like a way deeper level of of why do I feel this way now? You feel me? Because it's yeah, I still love you, but if you came up to me like, hey, I just killed somebody, it'd be like you get out of my house. <laughs> really if she came to my house bloody knocked on my door and i opened it and she was bloody and she was you like slam hey. that shit closed she's like hey i just fucking killed someone i need your help i'll be like what the fuck and i close the door close like, the door yeah, lock it. <laughs> i haven't talked to you in so long really would you i feel nah. like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like yeah i feel like if he was in trouble and needed help i would be there it's a difference. All right, so if he, if, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's different though. So let's change it. To, all right, so if she would like say she got into a car accident, I would be at the hospital. I would come to the hospital. Like, yo, you good? <laughs> yo, you good? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting conversation because I feel like mm, love's subjective. I don't know. It's different, but it's like the same. I have love for her, but I feel like um, it's unhealthy to make her problems my problems. Period. Yeah. Which is. Period. That's why I wouldn't help her in a murder. (laughs) (laughs) That you. Okay. Let's go into. Probably go to the next (laughs) song. (laughs) Yeah. So next track is called Rather Be. Let's get into track three. All right. So let's get into track three. Rather Be. Um. Do you have any thoughts on the prediction? I thought it was it was a cool song. I really liked it. I talk shit too early. 
You did. You talked <laughs> shit really quick. But I really liked. I liked the little switch up in the middle of it. The little bridge mm-hmm. to outro. That's yeah. fire. Um, I like. You know what I like? I like. I like the old school version of love songs where they're basically talking about come fuck me, but they don't say come fuck me. It sounds nicer when she says it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Compared she's to like, compared to like a girl saying, see you. And yeah. It's like, oh, that's so cute. But it's she's cute. like, nah, come. Come fuck this. Come. <laughs> Come <real> Come <laughs> that's literally what she's saying she's like but she says it so eloquently it's and the, her voice her vocals on this song were really good too her she's so i love her voice period she has an Same. amazing voice um do you have anything else to go off of this because i kind of don't i don't i think the song yeah it's a really good song but um yeah we could go into the next one let's talk about uh track four all my life part one All right, so we're on. Um, so we did all my life, but let's. It was basically interlude, forty seconds, and um, you were saying that you love a good interlude. Oh, no, I said I love like good transitions. Good transitions. Yeah. That like when you can't even tell where like the song is split, right? Yeah. Where it's like, and I'm oh, like shit. oh shit, it's the next song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with it. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see how she takes because there's three parts of all my life on this album. Yeah, there's three all my lives. So I'm curious to see where it goes. It basically went into lucid dreams. Um, I can start with lucid dreams. So the production on lucid dreams, I really like the the water noise. It's so chill. What what would your setting be for this? Like, I was literally gonna ask you that. I was gonna real? say when. Yeah, I, swear. I was literally. I swear to God, I was like, where do you see yourself when like, you're listening to the song? Honestly, I imagine myself in my room with like an incense lit. You feel me? Mm-hmm shit what an incense lit and some fucking pjs like a little high like not high as fuck i don't think high as fuck but like i'm just just like coming down i'm like just chilling coming back from a smoke sesh Mm -hmm. and chilling in my bed and just kind of like looking at the ceiling exactly chill huh chill chill. vibes right um so um do you have any thoughts on like the production the beat or whatnot or how do you like the production so far in the album i honestly think it's um it's pretty good like it's good so far right yeah i feel like it's not doing too much you know what i mean no yeah i feel like with a voice like her she has such an amazing voice you don't need to do too much like just put like some bird stripping in the back and i'll listen to her saying you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's all she needs but um yeah the song i really liked it it's called lucid dreams basically basically she's talking about um this whole album it sounds like she was going through some shit but she's basically talking about abusing Ambien, which is like a sleep aid. And she's saying that she's like keeps trying to dream to dream about him, which is kind of fucking like. That's crazy. It's deep, right? It's <laughs> I'm like, it's crazy. They're fucking. It's deep. Lucid dreams. That's kind of fire. See, bro, I love these old school ass love songs compared to like pop my pussy type shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, did anything catch your eye, like in terms of lyrics? No, I didn't even realize she was talking about that. To be honest. You didn't realize I, think I was that? vibing so much with like the the sound of it I wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics. Uh basically she's talking about um she had like demons like in the verse the first verse talks about I had demons to tame. Maybe it's a day's got worse over time. I was always high. And then in the pre-chorus she talks about Yeah. I realized my real life already left to deal with your broken soul. And then talking about lucid dream abusing Ambien. Oh my lord, I see a car used to write our name in Carfog, loving you more than me. 
She said, "You need you, and I need me too." That's for real. What would you What would you say, or how would you take that as like? Well, I would. Honestly, I hate to. Bring, <laughs> I'm gonna bring up my ex. So I would literally. Let's do it. I would bring up my entire situation with my ex. Like how so? clearly there was like, or with anyone like when you know. If you're dealing with anyone who just doesn't know what they want, they're just dealing with their shit. Like, you clearly need you, and I need me, too. Like, we both are on different space, like terms with ourselves that it's not going to work out with us being together. Yeah. Would you say that's, um... Would you say that would go into the conversation of right person, wrong time? I mean... Do you believe in right person, wrong time? I don't know. I think... I don't know. Is that the same thing as divine timing? Mm, I feel like if you believe in divine timing, you can't. You don't believe in right person, wrong time. I feel like divine timing means it happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Then I feel like I believe in divine timing. Divine timing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If I were to look back at my relationship, I would say, um, unrelated, unrelated. But I would say it sucks. I feel like our generation has so much like hurt, and we're more emotionally intelligent than past generations that we're all just trying to deal with like trauma and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like back in the day they just kind of ignored it and kept going along. No, true. So I feel now it's like we're all kind of going through some shit, and it sucks because you're trying to find somebody to like be with, but you're trying to be somebody. You're trying to be with somebody, but s- people are so fucking hurt nowadays, and people get hurt. I just feel like people today are like. They're becoming more self-aware. Yeah. And they're realizing the shit that they need to work on. But, like, also, there's a lot of people that are still... No, definitely. Incredibly. But I would say, like, you, you would find somebody who's really, like, who you feel like, man, like, I could really see myself with them. But they're so broken to the point where it's like, you know, like, is it worth it? Yeah. Like, they're so broken. They're, they're broken. And it's like, damn, like, if you really could just see, like... If you like, re- you want that person to see what you see. Yeah, if you saw what I saw, like, it'd be all good, you know what I mean? But in yeah. reality, it's like, man, like, you got, you kind of have to, and it's also, like, a thing you can't place their, you can't place their burden on you, because. Oh, absolutely. I, I would say, honestly, if I were to relate it to myself, I would say I kind of did that in my situation, and it kind of ate at me for a while, and I feel like um, that's kind of where the where it kind of went astray i would Mm -hmm. say for me where it's the fact that like i have my stuff to deal with but also like i had so much maybe that's a maybe that's a sense of unconditional love i would say maybe where it's a sense of like she's going through so much pain and it's like i'm trying to help you through it Uh, i think so yeah i would argue that i'm kind of putting i felt like i really put my i didn't need to but i would i made it like a I kind of made it a responsibility to like I'm gonna try to help you, regardless. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I feel like that's where it's kind of fucked up because it's like, it kind of fucked me up because it's like, all right, now I have to deal with your shit. Plus, I have to deal with my shit, which yeah. nobody's helping me through that. I'm kind of going through it by myself, and I feel like that's where it kind of just went astray. Yeah, and I feel like I've definitely been there before too. Where it's like you, you see so you can see so much in somebody and like the potential that I guess that um but like if at the end of the day if they don't see it then there's not much you could do i can't do anything about that exactly you kind of just gotta leave if you can't see yourself the way that i do then like yeah there's clearly something wrong there that definitely 
Like you need you. Like I can appreciate you. For, uh, yeah, that's where. You are, you, but if you don't, that's where you need you. I need me too. I feel like a lot of people go. Some some people go into relationships looking for a scapegoat, looking mm-hmm. for somebody to hold their burden. When in reality, it's like, I feel like. Um, it's like no, we need to be able to hold our own burdens like yes. simultaneously like be there for each other it's like a support system it's not necessarily it's not like a, a, a caretaker type person it's not free therapy exactly when that's not i feel like let's normalize that shit people let's normalize fucking having to deal through your own shit but still having that and it's also i feel like it's all about communication as well because yeah. at, at the same time some people need different stuff for me personally i feel like when i'm going through shit um i don't need anybody to talk to for the most part i feel like mostly i feel like my support system i prefer somebody to which is like see it's hard because like my support system i enjoy somebody being with being in my company but us just chilling in silence does the that make Dennis, sense i need silence and a hug that's exactly it. that's all <laughs> silence I need. and a hug and exactly I'm cool. don't talk don't ask me there ain't shit you can tell me exactly i just kind of want to i want your physical presence but like i don't need to c- talk through it like that's not how I get through shit, right? Yeah. You are you the same way? I I like to talk through things, but like I don't like being forced to do it. Like I like to talk at my own pace, but most of the Definitely. time I like I like silence, and then sometimes I just need like a comforting hug. But are you the, <laughs> are you the type? See, because I'm the type who likes that too, but also I'm not gonna ask you to come see me type shit. Oh yeah, hell no. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you, but if you don't come, it's like damn, like <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also arguably I could work on that. But also, I've just, I wouldn't. Do I'm that. probably never do that shit. <laughs> I'm never gonna. Maybe that's bad, huh? It is a. Flaw. Is that bad? I don't want to ask. Let us know. I don't feel like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, somebody let us know. That's. I, I don't uh, want somebody to. I don't want to have to ask somebody to come see me. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I couldn't fathom sending a. And that might actually be problematic. I can't fathom setting a hey, like I'm really going through it. Can you just come over and like not talk to me, but like. Give me a hug. <laughs> That's true. That's all. I true. couldn't fathom that. It's also weird to like, yo, come see me, but maybe that's something. I guess that just makes me that literally saying that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> for me personally, though, it's like I'm not trying to. I shouldn't. I feel like for somebody who cares about me, I shouldn't have to fucking ask you to come see me. I feel like knowing that. I'm you feel up. like they should know when something's no, off. No, you. see, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna get personal, but fuck it. So like, I have experiences like it. where it's like, man, I'm I'm kind of like in the dumps, and it's like I feel sad, and I'll like let the person know, and it's like, damn, like I'm really kind of going through this shit right now. Like, um, I'm I'm a type of person to like, kind of distance myself. I wouldn't say it's an unhealthy way. I would say it's just kind of how I cope with things. I'm a, I'm a very isolated person. So I wouldn't say it's unhealthy. I, I feel like I just need like some time alone. Mm-hmm. Not time alone, but time in silence. So I'll be like, yo, like I just kind of like, I'm just kind of chill. I'll let them know like, yo, I'm kind of going through this, this, and this. And I just kind of want to chill for the night. And I feel like in my head, it's like, see, you know what it is? I think it's because me personally, when somebody tells me, if my significant other will tell me, hey, this, this, and this is going on, I just kind of want the day. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person to be like, yo, Oh, okay, like, I understand. Is it okay if I hang out with you? Like, we don't have to talk. Like, I'm just going to pull up. Yeah. Because I feel like, I was about to say, I feel like I do that too. I'm like, yo, like, I I just, like, I need to step away for a minute. Yeah. And, like, normally, like, I'll get, like, support from, like, the people that are close to me. Like, all right, it's cool. Like, I love you. Like, if you, if you need anything, let me know. But then sometimes I feel like I, I want that, like, exactly. just come over. Yeah. 
Like, just, like, if you know, like, I'm fucking going through this, like, come over. Right? I feel like, Is yeah. that bad? Like, just I uh, that know. I want. I just don't say that. I, want. I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> Is that bad? I feel like I... I feel like I wouldn't want to ask somebody for it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to ask somebody. Like, but like Loki, like I know I have their support, but like. Do you I think though that that's because <laughs> that's because you were trying to not be a burden? You think that's what it is? Yeah. Damn, that's trauma. We could really get into that bitch right now <laughs> if we got to if we want to. This is being a burden. I think it's just the fact that you kind of want to stay out the way. Period. You were taught to Literally, stay out the way. As I a kid. was taught to stay the fuck out the way. Exactly. There's other shit going on. Damn. That sucks. That's Oof. fucked up, though. That is fucked See, up. See, I told you this album. We're going to get some good talks in this, bitch. I'm already knowing. I think we're... How many songs are we? One, two, three, four, five. So, five tracks in. How do you feel about it so far? I think it's pretty solid so far. I think so, too. I feel like she's not doing too much. Like, this is definitely something I could just, like, It's good music. To. Yeah. I would. This is something you could turn on. Yeah. And just chill. So let's get into the next track. It's called Borderline. Uh, what are your thoughts on the production? I thought it was chill. I really liked it. Um, did I get the wrong one? No, you got the wrong one. Yeah. Period. I was looking at the lyrics though. What stood out to you? She said, "She said I'm so dangerous. I need you to see, believe what you see, feel what I feel, and my feelings don't die. It's why I cry." I need to heal. Got another lady having a baby going crazy. But I'll be your friend, baby. Take what I can. That's fucking crazy. Would you, That's a would situation you be able to, right there. Would you, would you ever be able to do something like that? Hell no. If I, if I feel... I mean, I don't know. Is that unconditional love? Seeing the person that you fuck with so heavily starting a new life and family with someone else? Yeah, and but having to be okay with it. Is it unconditional love if you do that? No. I mean, I think it's okay if it's healthy. But also um I that w- I would say that goes into the same situation as um actually, I don't know. It's a hard situation. <laughs> mine, I, personally, personally I can't do that. I don't think I could either to be honest. If I really fucked with you like that, but you know what it is? I'm a person who emotionally disconnects. Like, if I can't have you, I'd rather forget about you. <laughs> is that bad? No, that makes sense. I feel like... You think that's running for pain? You think that's a bitch move? Um, Yeah, I don't think that's very healthy if I'm going to keep it a buck with you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was going to say, yeah, I emotionally disconnect too. If, like, I know... Like, if I'm for real done with the situation, I can... It'll take time, but, like, once I start to move on and, like, time... Your existence... Like, your emotional attachment existence, gone. Yeah. That shit probably... I feel like I would say the hardest part... I feel... Honestly, you know what? I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I feel like... The hardest part about a heart... the, The hardest part about a breakup or a heartbreak... I would say even if even if it goes bad, you know, it still hurts and stuff. And I would say even if it was like a healthy relationship, you guys just broke off just because it didn't work. I would say just the hardest part, like the part that hurts the most is is realizing that you guys are going to be strangers. Mm-hmm. The I'm sorry for keep saying, does that make sense? But <laughs> that's just how I talk. But He's like a man's I know. I'm right sorry. Now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like a thing. But 
it's a habit but um, um. <laughs> i feel like um that's like the hardest part i think it's just realizing that like somebody you talk to every single day and like you're just really never going to talk to them again yeah i you know i would argue that that the idea of it come i don't think that's what's the hard part of it i think it's just dealing with the emotions in the aftermath of it like crying it out like dealing with that those emotions first because then i think it becomes easier to realize that like the emotions of what though just like literally crying like crying it out or like but where does the crying come from you're right never mind right it's like (laughs) yeah that thought for me for me i feel like that's the hardest part of um the hardest part about you know what i think it is fuck it i'm about to get personal i think the hardest (laughs) part about it is that see i don't want to get personal but i feel like the best conversations are when you get personal so fuck it yeah i'm just put my shit out there um so i feel like for me personally i tend to get into relationships where i tend to get into relationships where it's not commitment and i feel like i personally enjoy having relationships with no label on it and honestly you know what i think i think that's a man thing because i hear like a lot of women complain about how men never put labels on it do you know what i mean i think you know what i think it's, i hate I don't think my it's bad necessarily... correct me when i say that shit i keep saying do you know what i'm saying or do you know what i mean literally or, i'm so I'm close sorry. to rocking your shit right now <laughs> I, it's not even funny it's a habit i do that for everybody i apologize go <laughs> but you made me lose my train of thought the, oh, we're talking stop. about um labels oh yeah, yeah yeah i don't think necessarily it's the labels i think it's just the sometimes men tend to um not clarify the situation it's just a simple but why do you think like are we fucking with other people i I think it's just like knowing because bro i'm not about to act like a girlfriend if i'm not one but i would say that's the um, that's the i feel like that's men's way of um defend protecting themselves because i feel like that doesn't defend anything though if anything it makes this situation fucking it's a bitch it's a bitch way to do it bro it's it's a bitch way to do it because for me personally my past relationship fuck it bro fuck it i feel (laughs) stupid but fuck it my past relationship i feel like it's the first time that i've actually kind of um it's the first time that i've like made an effort to like completely like make it a label like yo you're my girl and i'm your dude and like we're seeing each other we're loyal and like definitely like doing the whole thing and it's like okay like i'm doing this correctly and i feel like the reason i haven't done it before because i feel all right so like my past the past past ones like the the ones before this one it was definitely like a yo we're friends we're kicking it yeah like we're kind of doing girlfriend and boyfriend shit but we're kicking it we're not any of that stuff we're just kind of cooling like we're kind of just friends and i feel like um that's a way to like it's a way to because if you don't put a label on it it can't technically end i don't know because i feel like it if there's uncertainty it's not going to go anywhere anyways on either party like if there's any type of uncertainty there's like it's gonna fucking there's somewhere down the line it's somebody's gonna so for me uh the one before this past relationship every single girl before her i'm still cool i'm not like i don't mess with them i don't even talk to them i don't talk to them at all but if i see them in public it's like a yo like what's up like how you been 
Mm-hmm. Like, how's everything? Like, you know, how's oh, it? I couldn't imagine that. I don't have that's that. me. I'm, 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 I'm good at like, I've always been good at like ending it in terms of like it's never been. But also, you know me, I'm a very laid back type of guy. I don't really start issues like that. And it's always been like a yo, like how you doing type shit. And um, this last one, it's like I hope I kind of never see her again. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it, nah, but it's not like a, it's not because I don't like you. It's because I feel like if I look at you, bro, I'm gonna be fucking hurting like a motherfucker. Oh, so you, know you think I mean? it? That's just you. putting the label on it is putting on the label on putting the label on it made it real. Ain't that the fucking point? It is the point, but I'm saying <laughs> that's the way a man. That's the way a man protects his heart in terms of he won't he won't put a label on. He might really fuck with you, but he's not going to put the label on it because then it makes it real. And if he really fucks with you like that, he's going to he doesn't want to fuck it up. And you really can't fuck it up if there's no label on it, if it never turns real. And I don't know, because then like, see, see I, but, just, I just feel like there needs to be clarification because. Yeah. Then no, you if have it, situations like Brandy in not, this song, and she's like, <laughs> not the label though, technically, but more like, hey, we're just chilling, like we're friends. No, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I think though? Girls really definitely switched it up though with the shit where it's like, um, because I feel like back in the day you could get away with that shit if you really liked the girl and not put a label on it. Now it's like girls still be hitting up dudes in the DMs and like you ain't ever putting a label. I'm fucking going steady. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's now like, "Fuck yeah. that, bro." Because like, why act like a girlfriend if you're not gonna? No, definitely. I yeah, I completely. <laughs> you're agree. not gonna give me the. I agree. Title or Which, at least the, um, the reassurance that we're not doing this shit with anyone else. And that I think that's the hard part because I feel like you realize, me personally, I realize that. Even though, like, this shit hurt the most, it was also the most satisfying, and it was, like, the best experience. Oh, yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like, when it hurts as bad as it does, like, you know it's, like, <laughs> you did it again. I Fuck know. you. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. You know what? At least you're catching yourself slipping. There but you go. No, that's true. Like, when it really, like, fucking hurts, it's, I think that's when you know that it was real. Yeah, but And it it's hurts. crazy because when, t- like, after this one ended... It just made me realize that, like, damn, like, whatever I felt with anyone else before, it just fucking it was, wasn't real. Yeah. It didn't feel like this. I promise it did not feel like this. I wish I could give my past self a hug and be like, baby, I promise the worst is yet to come. Yeah. <laughs> like, crazy. That's crazy. I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> He's about to cry. <laughs> I put hella shit into <laughs> He's it. He's about to cry. See, I'm already here putting my fucking stories out. See, I, come on, man. No. Right, <laughs> we're getting into the next track. It's called uh, No Tomorrow.